shoulder to shoulder with Jesus. Watch him hang from the cross. Then celebrate his resurrection. This is Reading the Bible Together, Holy Week. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Angela Smith. For this introductory episode, I have back with me Dr. Peter Kapsner, who is a professor at the University of Northwestern St. Paul in Christian Ministries. Welcome, Peter. Thanks. It's so fun to be a part of this. I love this week of Easter. I just say on a, on a personal note for me, I think so much of my faith was spent around Good Friday understandings, and more recently it's been about the resurrection and what all happened there. So I'm so excited that we get a chance to kind of talk broadly about this entire week, but also some of the other the individual days too moving forward. Yeah, it means a lot to me because it was Easter, that Easter in 1993, that the Lord, that everything fell into place. Like I had grown up, I'd grown up in the in a church, mm-hmm. and I understood that Jesus died, that Jesus rose again. And then I guess I thought like he ascended to heaven and he's like gone. I missed the whole, he's sending the Holy Spirit and he's living. But on that Easter, I got the I-N-G, the ongoing, he is living Mm -hmm. and I can know him and have a personal relationship with him. So every Easter, when every Easter comes around since, you know, 1993, wow, that's a long time ago. It is a long time ago. 29 years ago. I know, right? Uh, That, that the, the impact of that. I think of that every year. Well, and you said it so well because I, I love that passage in which Paul talks about the idea that if he wasn't raised, our faith is actually in vain. And so we celebrate the forgiveness that we experience on the cross on Good Friday, but our actual life in an ongoing way is fully the result of what happened on Easter Sunday. If he didn't come out of that tomb beating the power of sin and death, then we actually don't have any hope ourselves. And so it really is a profound gospel that we have said yes to mm-hmm. uh, all of these years. Mm-hmm. And I think when we look at, I mean, something, the thing that was really guiding, the guiding principle for this series was that we wanted to go kind of shoulder to shoulder with Jesus throughout the week, Mm -hmm. because I think it's really easy to go from Palm Sunday to Easter and miss the week. Maybe you'll touch on Good Friday quick, but there's not a, there's not a posture or an attitude of kind of lingering in the week. And I think that that's really valuable. Yeah. Until I saw your study guide that, uh, that you put together on behalf of this, this faith radio week where we're celebrating Holy week. I think there are some events that maybe I wasn't even aware of in terms of the sequence of when they happen, like him clearing out the temple, for example, or having his authority questioned. I think living in each one of these days is really important for understanding and celebrating Easter Sunday at the end of it all. If I just sort of march towards Easter and I'm more worried about whether I get the ham on Friday for Easter Sunday and I'm not lingering in the days, then Easter, it's always fun to celebrate with the trumpets and the flowers at church, but it's less meaningful if I hadn't spent the whole week with it. Yeah, to go from the depth to the height. I think when you go deep, it's it's a bigger celebration. And for my personality, I have a hard time going into the depth but I really love the idea of celebration. So if I can <laughs> right. go deep to get higher, like I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we know through contrast so often. And what I mean by that is we know that it's light in the room because we probably have walked in darkness or we experience the profound depth of love because maybe we've been in a situation where there was not love. And so I think when we enter into these really difficult and increasingly dark spaces in which Jesus had to walk from Sunday to Friday, then that light of Easter morning really takes on a really beautiful shape. Yeah. So good. So as we're looking into Holy Week and thinking about it, thinking about the arc of the week, 
What are some things that you think would be really important for people to keep in mind? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure we'll talk more about this specifically when we talk about Palm Sunday and this this entrance into Holy Week in which you have these crowds who have been following Jesus for quite some time. This is that climactic moment in which they're shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna. And, and I think then spending daily from the Hosanna to the Crucify on Friday and seeing what's going on in the life of Jesus and how he's in this process where everybody thinks he's going to be ascending. He's in the process actually of descending. He's having his authority questioned. He's getting betrayed at the or talking about his forthcoming betrayal at the Last Supper. He's washing his disciples' feet. There's just so many humbling things that are going on. I mean, he rode in on a donkey mm-hmm. instead of this big white stallion. That should have been a clue about where he was headed that ultimately would culminate in his death on Friday, this, this humbling of himself. And so I think as we look at these different days, um, even the expression of what he does in the temple on that Monday uh, is this, you know, he, he is now starting to move against sin in an entirely different way. And he's going to completely disrupt the way everything has been done historically in the temple. And in that disruption, he's creating space for a new way of life. And, and it really is a beautiful week. But to your point, I think to take some time every day and enter into that day, just sit in quiet or do whatever, you know, take a walk, go somewhere, do something where maybe you've read the scripture, read the story, and then just sit with that and see where God leads you in that. I think every year that you do that, he leads you somewhere different day by day. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about that there was the expectation that he would be ascending, but that he was descending. I hadn't, that's so true. I hadn't thought about kind of the arc of where the week goes. Yeah, they were going to crown up king, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the coronation on right. Palm Sunday. Yeah. And so, I mean, I I have never been to a coronation event, but I would imagine it just keeps building in its energy until that crown is put on. Mm-hmm. And clearly a crown of some kind is coming, but but his road to that crown is a very different kind of road. Yeah. And what I really like about what we did in the study guide too, is that you're looking at if there is an account in every gospel, there's one, I can't remember which one of the days that John doesn't have any account of what happened, which I thought was interesting. And everybody like Matthew, Mark, Luke will have very similar accounts. Mm-hmm. And then John's is always a little bit different. I do love that. John wrote so much later, these stories, and, and it's always helpful for me to remember. I remember I had my head sort of explode in seminary when when the professor was saying, so these stories of the Gospels, they're not meant as straight biographies about what happened. They have a theological underpinning that shares certain parts of the life of Jesus with us that teach us about God. So it's not just trying to tell a story like Abraham Lincoln, a biography or something about the life of Jesus. Every one of these gospel writers, including John, is coming from a different angle. And so I love reading all of them when we can. And writing to a different audience. Exactly. Yeah, Matthew's writing to Jewish people primarily. Uh, Luke is writing to Gentile people primarily. John is trying to fight against some of the early heresies of the day as he's writing. And and Mark is trying to prove that he really is the son of God. So they're writing for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And it's really fun when you know that than to enter each of the stories through those lenses. Yeah, so good. Mm -hmm. Well, I am really excited about this week, and you're actually going to join me for the Palm Sunday Uh, episode, I love that event. Yeah, for sure. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any episodes, and we'll see you on Palm Sunday. The Reading the Bible Together podcast is a production of Faith Radio and Northwestern Media. Hosted, produced, and edited by Angela Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, consider financially supporting Faith Radio. Find more information at MyFaithRadio.com.